0: Hi, everybody. This is Julie Kerr. Um, I am an indie, uh, nerdy uh, filmmaker. I made an indie, nerdy movie. Um, So that's what I do. Uh, It's like a micro-budget film. Uh, So that's who I am and what I do. Uh, The reason I'm doing this podcast, it's been a long time. I think I haven't done a podcast since October uh, 2020 it is now february 2021 i've been crazy busy uh i'm working on a new course which i'm super excited to launch it's about uh creating your or finishing your creative projects and um i'll be going for the whole uh i'm really gonna go for it as far as like becoming a consultant or a life coach both they're kind of the same thing but I'm, I'm excited about what i'll be doing in 2021 but and to do this, I need to wrap up 2020 because 2020 was a doozy for me. Um, it was a doozy for pretty much everybody. Um, people on the front lines, uh, grocery store workers, nurses, doctors, always in my prayers, always. Um, I i don't want to overdramatize it, but I had a COVID scare, as in actually everyone I know has, everyone I know has in the sense that um I was in a car with my friend and her dad, and I had a bubble basically I had a very small bubble, a very small bubble but and i had i had my my mask on but i did i get i got a ride from from San francisco to oakland and uh and I was in a car with my friend and her dad, and a week or two later they both ended up getting covid now luckily they just What I mean to say is luckily they just they got sick and lost their sense of smell for and they were like really sleepy but but then but then they they were fine basically is what happened like they got COVID and for them it just wasn't fatal you know Um, so they were lucky but uh, but anyway so the COVID scare is that I um, I was in a car with them and then a week or two later they got COVID so I missed, I could have gotten it from both of them. We all had masks on in the car and they were, you know, it it seems like they got it a week or two after I was in the car with them. But after that, I stopped doing, I just stopped having a social bubble type of thing. I just did Zoom meetings and that kind of thing. Um, For those of us in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, around the holidays, they say around Thanksgiving, they, they, they saw that a lot of people ended up, uh, Uh, going out um, or I guess they socialized for Thanksgiving and maybe people just got a little comfortable and so the cases of people getting COVID like skyrocketed we were in the purple zone basically it means a lot of people were getting it so they had to restrict everything again but now I'm seeing in the newspaper that the cases are going down again. Um, Okay that was very long-winded but basically uh, it's been uh, busy and i really miss i i had to shoot a new course um i miss doing all the social media stuff cuz i really enjoy it um but i know like i'm just kind of uh the reason i do all of these things it's uh it's marketing right i would love y'all to go to my website and all that jazz but um but this uh this podcast <laughs> That was long winded, but this podcast I want to talk about something pretty serious because twenty twenty was a rough year. I wanna I want to wrap it up. And what happened in twenty twenty, um one of the things that happened that because it because it happened to me and I saw it, I, I feel compelled to talk about about the fact that uh my church service was Zoom bombed. Now here's the thing I made a YouTube video about it and Um, I can see my analytics on my YouTube video. So I was just going to make a YouTube video on on it. Now, here's the thing. I have 46 subscribers on YouTube. (laughs) And hey, I love my 46 subscribers. And when I started last year, I think I had 11, 12. And throughout the year, I built up to 46. So that's very promising. You know what I mean? Uh, So, but anyway, uh, I... uh, I made a YouTube video. I didn't about being zoom bombed. I didn't think anyone would see it, but I actually could see it in the analytics it was catching the algorithm, uh, algorithm, and um, I didn't make it for it to be. I don't know. My YouTube channel is designed to market basically my website, right? Getting people to go to my website. Uh, so I didn't make the video about being zoom bombed to market my website. I did not. Uh I just made the video because I wanted to talk about it cuz I I don't I didn't see too many people talking about it and since it happened to me and I do this stuff anyway, I blog and podcast and YouTube, I just felt compelled to talk about it. But um but then I got a comment. It was catching the algorithm. I didn't really want it to catch the algorithm because I have I have some some of my YouTube videos have like 14 views. <laughs> so it's interesting, you can actually be quite obscure on the internet, <laughs> but uh, but then one of my videos has 2,600 views, which is pretty cool. But um, but yeah, uh, the, the anyway, I made the YouTube video about being Zoom-bombed, it was catching the algorithm, which is not something I expected, or ne- I didn't want, necessarily want to do that. But then I got a comment that was kind of weird, and then I was like, okay, it was perhaps attracting the wrong kind of viewer right um i like to have viewers or listeners who champion uh love joy and kindness that's my mantra um okay so the other thing i want to say so that's why i'm doing this podcast i do feel i so what i did after i got that weird comment and i'll tell you about it later on in this podcast um When I got that weird comment, I decided to make the video private because I'm like a regular person. So, uh, you know, um, I want to make it as a filmmaker for sure, like abundance. I want to wake up every day and make movies. I want to earn a living doing it that way. So slowly but surely that'll happen. But um, right now I'm like a regular person. (laughs) So I don't want to attract a certain kind of audience person who's not championing love, joy and kindness and empathy. Um, Okay, so I'll tell you what the comment is in a minute after I tell you um, about the Zoom bombing. Um, Because it happened to me, because I saw it, I feel super compelled to just talk about it. With the podcast, I tend to think that people who listen to podcasts are uh, fancy (laughs) or sophisticated. So congratulations if you're listening to this. You are sophisticated and very fancy. Okay, so... (laughs) Because you listen to podcasts. No, my gosh. Podcasts? No. Podcasts. So, uh, la da uh, to anyone listening to this podcast. Congratulations. Um, The reason I want to talk about this... So, here's the deal. I do feel compelled to talk about it in some kind of way because this is what I do anyway. And then I saw it. It happened to me. So, that's why I feel compelled to talk about it. So, I'm going to describe... Not explicitly, but I am going to talk about what happened when my church service got Zoom-bombed in 2020. Okay, here's the deal. I am going to put in this, the title of this podcast, in all caps, viewer discretion is advised. So I want to talk, listen, I'm going to be talking about, not too explicitly, but I am going to be talking about child abuse. So I want, I want y'all, I want to give you guys Five seconds to bail. I'm going to be talking about the kind of stuff you see on Law & Order SVU. That's Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Uh, so, yeah. So, if your discretion is advised, I'm going to give you five seconds to totally bail on this podcast before I talk about it. So, I'm going to count to five, and you have five seconds to bail and move on to another podcast. All right? One, two, three, four five trigger warning okay so what happened to me was um so you know because because of covid nowadays there's a great sketch on saturday night live about people trying to do church with zoom and it's hilarious because it's so accurate um because zoom's it's just not the same it's just going to church but okay so and by the way i go to to a gay affirming church i'm a lesbian. Um, I've totally made podcast videos, all this kind of stuff about it, but basically the church is straight people and gay people go to church together. They don't believe that homosexuality is a sin or that the Bible says it's a sin. There's like so many books written about it. If you have questions about that, you can go check that out. Um, just Google it and a bunch of books will come up. Okay. Explaining the scripture, la la la. Okay. So, um, yeah, I go to a gay affirming church and it was a Sunday and I was super excited to go to church and I remember one of my minister, uh one of the ministers, this was early on, so people were still getting used to the whole shelter in place thing. So one of the ministers, he said something like, uh, oh, he said, hey, let's get, you know, so that it feels sort of like church, everyone should get dressed up. He did that for one service. <coughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Um, he did that for one service. I remember getting. St- Anyway, so the next Sunday I was like, yeah, it is fun to get dressed up for church. At least for me it is. So I got dressed up, now since I am a tomboy and a lesbian, dressed up for me is like, you know, like a tie and a nice dress shirt and that kind of thing. So I got dressed up and I was excited. I woke up a little bit late, but I showed up to church uh, via Zoom and my friend who's a really great guy, he was giving announcements, you right? And again, you can bail because I'm about to explain what happened, so the zoom bombing so it goes from the footage I'm watching this church service. It goes from my friend giving an announcement and it cuts to four seconds of very explicit uh child pornography, very explicit I mean, yeah, it was absolutely horrifying um uh. It felt like my eyes were bleeding. I mean, it it was it was just shocking and horrifying and terrible. Um it was like 4 seconds. Uh as soon as like the tech person, as soon as he saw what was happening, uh he he cut the feed. Um I I'm not even sure what happened. Once I realized what I was watching, I slammed my computer down. It was a laptop. And and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I opened my laptop and at this point it had cut back to to the church service and my minister was weeping. He was weeping because it, it, what we saw was very, very, very explicit. And we've been – I could draw a picture of it. I wouldn't. But um, shot for shot I could draw a picture of it. It was – yeah, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And, um, so my pastor was weeping, people were shocked, people were just like, what the heck? Um, it it was just super shocking, um, yeah, just, it was absolutely terrible, and, um, anyway, so what I want to say is my church did the right thing, they made a complaint to Zoom, uh, they set up counseling and therapy for people who saw the footage. Oh, when it happened, this is all via people started telling, you know, people started telling their own abuse stories, being abused as child, children. Um, and then it just kind of opened up the floodgates. Uh, and the only way we had to communicate as a church is like either Zoom or we have a Facebook group. Like so the Internet, right? The Internet is the only we couldn't just Get in a room together and talk about it, right? Because of COVID, so, so yeah. So then, on, when it happened, like we 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 saw it as a group. We saw the four seconds of child pornography <laughs> as a group. So, um, uh, so what what the church did was they got a counselor and they had us all gather together as a group, and for people who saw it to to let us just process what we saw as a group and we did that and it was good and it helped and um and then they had the the therapy count they set up like six weeks of therapy counseling for people who wanted to participate in that and we did that um and then they're offering like one-on-one counseling if people wanted that as far as if it opened anything up and then um and then uh my uh oh right it it kind of, for like a second or two, created a divide among our church. Kind of, sort of, for a second. Because uh, the people who didn't see the footage, uh, they didn't see the Zoom bombing. Uh, they didn't want to hear about it, and which makes sense. But then the people who saw it, like, <laughs> we just were like, we had to see it. We kind of wanted to talk about it, you know what I mean? It just to process it. So it just was like, I don't know. It kind of created a little bit of divide. And then one of my friends who saw it, like he wrote this really great poem and he posted it on Facebook. But then this other person who didn't see the footage, like they didn't like that. They didn't want to see the poem. And I I thought the poem was fine. I thought it was very cathartic and good. So I I, I just I didn't understand. Like, to be honest, I felt like the people who didn't see the Zoom bombing were kind of silencing the people who did see it in a way that i didn't i didn't really love that but i don't know it it is what it is like and whatever i forgive everybody and stuff but and it did seem like for a second or two like the church kind of they didn't want any bad publicity but then it's not their fault like who would have guessed like who would have guessed that i mean who would have guessed that that's what zoom bombing because i heard a thing or two about zoom bombing but I didn't know it was stuff that was that explicit and that horrible. Um, And I, I want to say my friend who's a filmmaker, he's a photographer and I'm a filmmaker. Like, the levels of sinisterness, I want to say, is, like, what I told my friend who's a photographer. Like, I called him, he saw the footage, and we just talked it out for, like, an hour. He was really cool and just kind of processed it, you know. But... um, I talked to him, and he, he what I want to say is, like, as far as, like, the sinisterness of the footage, like, what I told him is, like, it had production value. Like, it, somebody set up lights. Somebody set up a camera. Like, it was well – if we're talking in filmmaking terms, it was well-framed, like, which is a horrible thing to say. But, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's the, just how sinister it is that someone – would set up a camera and a lights to to serve such an evil purpose, and I know this is messed up, but the only saving grace and it's not really a saving grace, but the only saving grace I can say is like the kids were uh, the, these were very young children, they were definitely children, but they they weren't in any physical pain, and I that that but 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 the things that were happening to them were evil were absolutely evil. Um, you know evil when you're looking at it and this, this, what we saw in the footage was, was evil. Um, it's, it was just evil. So, uh, and then I didn't know how to help or what to do. Like you want to save the children, but you don't even know where the children are and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but anyway, so basically like the FBI is working on it on a logistical level, uh these are very sophisticated the people who create this kind of content and the people who uh distribute this kind of content for ugh, customers who I guess want to see this stuff um they're there's highly sophisticated when it comes to tech and all that kind of stuff so this is the kind of stuff that uh that uh this is the kind of stuff that the FBI is working on and the FBI has resources and they have money and Ideally, I hope they're working on it all the time, like, busting these guys, because because it was just terrible what we... It's really terrible what we saw, you know? Um, and I just wanted to put that out there, and I also want to make a stance and say, like, I'm against child abuse. Like, I think it's bad. I think you should always, like, hug and protect and love children. Yeah, and I think that's, like, super, super important. And then... Um, I also think that, uh, no, that's it, <laughs> and, um, but, but I did want to, I just, I want, I don't know, I just want to say, like, if, if you were in a church service that was Zoom bombed, I'm so sorry that happened to you, that totally sucked, it really sucked for our church, um, if you, I don't know, if you, if you had to deal with, if you, if you're an adult, and you had to deal with child abuse, I want to offer you empathy, and love, and kindness, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that, um, I don't know, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I, I just wanted to say it's important to love children, be good to children, that's so important, um, I'm really, really, really against child abuse, and I'm really, really, really for protecting and loving children, so I just really want to put that message out. Now, why did I take my YouTube video down? Well, you know, I didn't, my YouTube video where I talked about the church uh, service being Zoom bombed, it caught the algorithm. I didn't really want it to catch the algorithm, but I did want to put the information out there. But also, I was surprised it caught the algorithm. I don't know why, but I don't know. Because I could see, oh, it, okay, it's getting – it was It was only up for – I made it private, but it was only public for a couple of days, and I could see it was climbing an algorithm. But, But also, I got a comment, and the comment I got was the comment said, quote – it was probably me unquote, um and I thought that comment was pretty uh pretty creepy because um to do to me, the way I interpret that comment is the person was bragging about either doing the zoom bombing or being the adult in the horrible horrible footage. And even if they're just joking, even even if the commentator was just joking, uh, I just, I really don't like jokes about child abuse. I don't tend to think they're funny. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. But, um, and I have a pretty good sense of humor. But, so so with that, um, once I saw that comment, I reported that comment immediately on YouTube. Because just in case, the person who made that comment really is a... Evil nasty person, you know what I mean? I definitely reported the comment, but once I saw that I also made the video private because I I, You know, I was just trying to Either provide some comfort or get the message out there that this is some Weird horrible stuff that is happening Um, but but I did I think it is important since it is something that happened to me It's not hearsay. It's not something I heard about it's something that literally happened to me that I saw that um yeah and i'm gonna say something kind of bold and um i don't know and it's a podcast you can't leave comments on a podcast and uh podcasts are in my opinion attract highly sophisticated people so if you're listening to this again you are a fancy sophisticated person but what i want to say is that um (laughs) <laughs> what I told my pastor is, you know, I grew up Baptist, so we talk about the devil and that kind of thing. And, I, you know, our church preaches a message of love, you know what I mean? So I, I, what I said, I was like, man, the devil must be really afraid of our church if that's what the devil threw at us, you know, something really heinous. And I said, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid. I'm not sad. I said I said I'm pissed off like that didn't scare me. Uh, that pissed me off. Uh, in the sense that I'm, I'm going to really, really, really follow my dreams. And I'm really, really, really going to fight for the things I believe in. Um, I will always, always, always champion my mantra, empathy, love, kindness, and joy, always. And I'm not going to be afraid to preach that message ever. Um, I'm going to keep going. So the The devil threw something really horrible and evil at us when our church service was Zoom bombed. But what I want to say, and I know it's a bold statement, but I'm I'm not afraid of the devil. The devil is terrified of me. And the devil is terrified of what, of the message that my church is preaching, which is a message of love. So I will continue preaching love, joy, joy kindness and empathy i am always constantly every second of the day i'm always converting or trying to convert everybody on planet earth to my religion of love joy kindness and empathy um my personal theology happens to be christianity baptist you know what i mean you can google you can google it if you want more information on that but really Uh, My theology is Baptist, but my religion, my religion is love. My religion is empathy. And that's what I want you all listening to this to really, really champion. Love, empathy, kindness, and joy. And fight for these things because the world really, 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 really needs more love, joy, kindness, empathy in it. So I, I challenge you and implore you to practice these things every day because that's what the world really needs. Okay, and that's, and that's what happened. That's, uh, you know, yes, my church service was Zoom-bombed. It totally sucked. It was the worst. Um, but I am going to keep fighting for the things I believe in. If you're listening to this, fight for the things you believe in and fight for yourself. You're a good person. Uh, You know, pat yourself on the back. Be kind to yourself. If you were hurt, if you're an adult and you were hurt as a child, uh i I cannot emphasize enough how much I care about you, how much I want to say that I'm so sorry that anything anything horrible happened to you as a child because you did not deserve it. I want to say that you need to fight for yourself, um, you need to fight for the things you believe in and um, and follow your dreams. Uh, i I believe that if you're suffering or hurting right now, I really believe that you're gonna make it in in the world. I really believe that you got it in you to be awesome, live an awesome life, spread the awesomeness. So, yeah, if you're an adult and you're hurt as a child, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Um, but let's let's all uh, save the world and fight for the world together. So, um, be good to yourself, be kind to yourself, and you're you you were put on this world for a reason. So, um, I don't know. I I wish you the best day, night, ever. Um, Okay, my name is Julie. If you want to know more about me, you can go to my other podcast episodes, and you can learn more about me there. But, yeah, my name is Julie, and I will continue fighting for love, joy, kindness, and empathy. And uh, you all have the best day ever. Bye.